Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, episode. <laughs> episode. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about professionalized wrestling. Sorry, my thing didn't load in time for me here. Uh, I'm my Sorg at Sorgatron. It's where we're in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we got a fun show coming up here. And uh, we got, first of all, from Beacon, New York, the only mayhem of a future endeavor letter from the WWE. It's. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sorg, I have beef. You have, I have beef. beef. I have, I have beef with you. Are you with me? I was with told me. that we all had to wear masks tonight. Wait, uh, who told you that? You did. I did. Why you did? I? Okay. I I said, are we wearing our masks to honor our guest? Mm. You said yes. Mm. So Sorg, mm. what up? I I I don't have. I listen. You don't want to smell the mask that I have to wear. <laughs> Okay. Sure. Do you think I want to smell the one I'm wearing? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got this 10 years ago. At you, least. You did get that 10 years ago. Do you, do you know how many times it's been washed? Mm, probably never. Zip zero. Zip zero. Well, we'll we, we got the perfect guest tonight to talk about mask uh, washing etiquette because Yinza, the Pittsburgh luchador, and to stay with our theme for this month, the KSWA uh, tag team champion, uh, along with Big Country over there, uh, I will not. I will not uh, uh, give points for you know other friend of the show, Brohemoth, losing it to you. But uh, <laughs> so well, uh, he didn't lose it. Me and Big Country, we won it. Ah, uh, I got you. So I there got is a you. difference. But thank you for having me on the show. First time on the show. Yes, Yinza. Yes, of it's course. about time you got me on the show. It had to get me uh, getting some gold. Over my shoulder to uh, book me on the show, I guess, Sorg, huh? Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I recently contacted somebody else to be on the show, and they said, well, that seems about right. We're, we're here every two years, and we uh, have championship belts when we do. And I'm just like, <laughs> Did it, really? Does it work out that way? They're like, yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm like, wow. Hey, Did not do that on purpose. That's all so, right. So there if, you if, go. If this is perks of the job. Uh, if I could come along and show off this nice this KSWA is... tag team title, uh, yeah. I'll do it. This is your championship uh, media tour, right? So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, keeping with the theme, of course, we had Zeke Mercer, who, uh, who we got him before he lost his because he lost his at, uh, at Eclipse. Uh, oh, so you know what this means? What? Everybody that we, comes on here is about to lose this their belt. Is, this is the reverse mayhem curse. Oh, no. Well, well, mm-hmm. well, 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 you got a show this weekend. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, so, uh, so hopefully that curse does not continue. You and mentioned if it does, nothing about a curse, sir. I didn't. We just realized it. Because, we just figured it out. So now. Zeke Mercer lost his belt. Part of Jesus oh my god, Club. Sorg, we had Ziggy on. Yes, she was stripped of her belt. 
well, stripped, uh, sketchy. I don't but, know. She's still but, walking around with it. Uh, I'm just saying. I mean, right, so, you know, yeah. so I'm going to have to be the curse buster here. Close. Yeah, you're the curse buster. I'll be the curse buster because I'm going to do all I can at Brawn Are you, the, on here, Saturday. Is it, so here's a uh, no, I'm going to hold this for later. We're going to get to know right. you a little bit here yeah, later yeah, in the yeah. show. In the meantime, everybody, please, I hope you're getting another Wrestling Mayhem show. Check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And, of course, uh, hit us up at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or 412-206-WMS0. Tweet us at Mayhem Show and check out the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page and group. A lot of great discussion and stories happening throughout the week on the Facebook group. And also, you can join us live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Facebook Live as well as the Wrestling Mayhem Show YouTube page and over on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page. Whatever is easiest for you to watch us and uh, uh, check us out. And also, we are live on Mondays shortly after Raw around about 11 p.m. Eastern time for the Monday Mayhem Warriors. Another thing where we actually talk more wrestling and then like things like Black Widow. It's Sometimes. it's it's our Monday night. It depends. It's our Monday night therapy session. It depends on what's going on. But it's getting, it depends it's on how better. good Raw is. To yeah, be perfectly honest, I, or or how much I enjoyed Elevation. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> to be completely honest, yeah. um, and of course, please subscribe to the show, the Wrestling Mayhem Show, on all your podcast providers, or you can sign up for the Wrestling Mayhem Show Super Feed, which has this, the Indie Mayhem Show, which features Sam Beal from Impact wrestling uh last friday uh release as well as that monday mayhem warriors show as well so you can prep for this show for that but that's the serious wrestling show uh on mondays this is the tuesday night pizza party that's Sorg. it's there is pizza there's Sorg, over there. what about this show makes it not serious i don't know i don't know <laughs> A lot of visuals, a lot of visuals this year, <laughs> this this week, guys. Sorry, sorry, audio listeners. So, oh no, no, I'm not sorry. Like Matt said last night, get 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 your head out of your ass and join the live feed. <laughs> wow. Hey, you know what? Don't Sorg, show. We, we we live in a different world than we did. 16 years ago, ago when we started the show, long we did this podcast, <laughs> something like that. Uh, but we do have plenty of you guys supporting the show at patreon.com slash wrestling ma'am show. Our friends at the fan of the show level, Bo Diggity. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That's one way to do it. As well as Ed Burke, Team Hammerfist, and at the Poppy Club level, Dave Ponder and OccupyProWrestling.com. At the Pizza Club, Doc Remedy, Cal Turner, the Riz of Riz Plays Games, and Bobby of J-Town. And at the $20 manager level, our friends Bradley Brothers and Tina Keys. Thank you guys so much for supporting, supporting the show. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Man Show. And we have a lot of extra clips there. I think we had, we had two extra clips with uh, Zeke Mercer last week. So go tune in there and, and check it out. So before I lose my voice, because I can feel it going right now, uh, I think we are contractually obligated to preview the WWE pay-per-view for this weekend. Is that right, Mike? Well, I mean, we're, we're going to get a live crowd. We're going to get a live crowd. Get a live crowd okay. again. I mean, and, 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 okay. and it's money in the bank. You know, like, honestly, it kind of seemed like we're setting up to build the product back up because there's going to be actual people responding to it and if they see some of the raws that we saw during the pandemic era, it's not going to work out well for them. I am man with the When we go to the live, when we go to the live crowds, like, okay, we've had the live crowds come back for NXT, AEW, now ring of honor, uh, impact wrestling's coming back Saturday. Hey, there's a slam anniversary pay-per-view. Maybe we should touch mm-hmm. base on that as well. I'll bring uh, up the card. 
There you go. Um, so 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 double pay per view situation. And if you're not down with Impact Wrestling, I will give a shout out for our friends Warrior Wrestling. That's got a fantastic card, uh, including Lady Frost and Kylie Ray. I mean, that's going to be fun. Uh, so uh, yeah, go. So so a lot of options this week. A lot of wrestle options this weekend as well. Uh, so but uh, getting into the Money in the Bank, Mike. I don't even know what's going on. I haven't watched. <laughs> Oh, I just, on, I just can't. I'm just done with the Thunderdome era. I've just been watching AEW you're, and you're anything dome? else. The, the what? What I you're say? Dun, you're Dunderdome. I mean, the Dunderdome. The Dunderdome is we're done. Dunderdome. We're done with the yes. We're done. We're done with the thunder. With, thunder done. Thunder done. Yes. Thunder done. So so I so I got nothing for the build because I just can't. All right, all right, I just can't, right. man. Well, honestly, well, you know, do you know the title matches, Sork? Oh uh, yes, because I have it right in front of me. Oh, God, <laughs> so, all, right. all right, fine. Just, just, just fucking go then. Go, go. go so we do it. have Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I did see the Bobby Lashley tirade at the end of last night's show. It was a good promo. Uh huh. It was a very good promo. So Taryn Abarta MVP. The 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 honeymoon era is done there. Also MVP. I th- I, th- I thought he was going to beat the shit out of MVP. If I'm perfectly honest. Did he throw the chair I, into the Thunderdome? Is is that what happened, or did he just throw it generally? He he destroyed the VIP lounge. He destroyed the VIP lounge. I would have loved if he destroyed some of those screens since it's the last night of the Thunderdome. Yeah, if that's the uh, last. Right? Uh, no, th- those he, are loners. He, he should have like pulled something down in the middle and just have the whole thing collapse. Yeah. Kind of like the uh, the We're explosion of the Pittsburgh Civic Arena on itself at the end of sudden death. <laughs> right. <laughs> either, either that or like every time you knew SmackDown was getting a new set when the old one would get destroyed, like. <laughs> rhino goring jericho through it or something yes yes <laughs> yeah did we ever get like did somebody like tear the fist off the set or anything like that uh, you know when that happened but uh but I, yeah i just felt like it there was it was such a uh i mean I, you know not seeing the rest of the show but it just it just seems like the thunderdome like went goes out with a whimper you know a little bit you know the the award-winning Thunderdome. Well, if this, is, if this is we, a cost-saving, we, we savings, got to see one more yeah. If this is a cost-savings era of WWE, if they're cutting and trying to make everything streamlined and save money, kind of how they've been publicly with the past couple of weeks, um, I don't know if they want to destroy a million-dollar Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I think a lot of that was rented. And yeah, I was going to say it's all rentals, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, I think they went to Hulk Hogan's Renaissance, brother. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. right down the road right down the road uh <laughs> so right down the road in clearwater i'm sure uh but uh they're still at they're still at the university right central florida university well not anymore now they're done well i mean they they had been pre- they, they were at the yingling center, yeah yingling center well really it's the yingling center okay yep so um <laughs> i think i ran in students from that school i should have asked them how the thunderdome how weird that is um, but, uh, but it was the same with the uh, ring of honor. It was at, uh, the, the university of, uh, Maryland, uh, Baltimore, right? Like for, for their, uh, the bubble at least. And then, sure. and then they had the first, I don't know. they had the first show. Here. Where's <laughs> Matt Carlin's to, to, to confirm this for me? Uh, so, but no, I do. I, I think he's on just for wrestling news. That's right. Just for wrestling news.com. He's getting um, the, the episode ready for tonight. Now that it's all done though, we could take a look back and think, did the Thunderdome actually bring that much more production value to the shows? Mm-hmm. Cause I kind of dug NXT's setup more. Yes. Like yes. the, the smaller, more intimate, even if you had two rows of people on the back, even if they were trainees, like you, uh, still got that 
like it was it was raw underground better than raw underground yeah um, wow that, that, that's that's absolutely what happened so so like the thunderdome era was fun i guess maybe for the people performing and and being able to wrestle in front of fans even if they're on screens and it gave it more grandiose of a of a of a size difference but i don't know if it necessarily translated to better tv because we knew the you know sound was piped in anyway yeah yeah so I, one thing we did, we I mean, obviously they were able to do different things, right? Like they, you know, how many times have we talked about in the last several weeks of uh, of, of use of crash pads because you don't have. <laughs> hey, but you to know see, what? You like, know. You guys throw them off screen in front of no one. Yeah, like, yeah. Why not use what you got? You know, but uh, you know, I'm afraid because you're more into television production than live pro wrestling at that mm-hmm. point, right? Um, which is something WWE kind of like feels like it wants to be anyways as as a product which is fine that's what that's what they do they're the ones making money right even mm-hmm. if that is, well they're still doing well they're, for whatever ratings they're doing they are still doing well I, from what i, I did notice i i was watching the ricochet uh morrison match again last night ricochet high five someone on the screen mm. <laughs> i know i didn't that's pick cool. up on it until i'm watching it back i'm like oh all right okay so ricochet's gonna miss it well, but, but if you if you keep going down the uh, you know, more crash pad spots, more over the, you know, thing. Oh, my God, he threw him out of frame. There's the fire match. Eventually, you're going to have to get back to doing it in front of a live audience. Yes. Mm-hmm. So why, like, I could understand doing it a couple times, but they seem to have been really, like, getting their money's worth and doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to go back, and all of a sudden, how come uh, Roman Reigns ain't throwing uh, Mysterio halfway across the mm-hmm. Thunderdome anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what's going gonna- mean. It, it might just be for the performers, though, so that they feel like they're doing something different with that space, you know? Like, cause, because the match that Owens and um, Roman have where they brawled actually up into the Thunderdome, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And plus, they, they lit off Pyro in the crowd. They're definitely yeah, not going to yeah. be able to do something. Yeah, you like know that who's going to miss so. being in front of crowd, being and not being in the Thunderdome? That pyro guy, because <laughs> that that hell in the cell. This is our last giant hurrah. Was the most obscene pro wrestling pyro display I have ever seen. Um, see, cite the uh, RJ City rendition of that, by the way. Uh, so <laughs> it's it's you know they used it. They used the great effect. It did. It was better than. Whatever they were doing in the performance center before they went to NXT, taking it over, right? Um, so with the, with the CWC, and I think the CWC was the best thing out of the pandemic. Was the best kind of growth back, you know? And you're noticing, like I, I took special note. I, I rewatched the, I watched back the uh, Great American Bash just last night, uh, finally, and uh, and and just that we're sticking with that kind of vertical rows of people that are in there. Mm. Uh, the video screens have become, I think they, they have them from the looks of things still using them for, for dressing, which I think is great. I love, I love the effect that they use with those screens um, for NXT, but, uh, but no, didn't look like we're doing any digital fans now. Uh, so, so they were able to step back and it, it's so weird to me that NXT has stepped back into fans when W when main WWE hasn't even been like, like I don't entirely understand why they didn't reconfigure the Thunderdome, push back the screens, put a couple rows of fans, and and do that. I don't know if it's maybe it's I, all, I, all or nothing. If, I, if I'm or... guessing, if I'm guessing, it's because NXT has like a group of regulars. Yeah, well, well, I I think they they I think the regulars like like you know from is the full cell crowd right. So you have a pool of people 
Mm-hmm. So, or is they are they afraid that's going to stretch too thin if they start putting them on? Because you got to think. You're yeah, do, that's you're that's, doing because I mean, you're doing you run into the impact zone issue. Yeah, you're you're th- you're doing three shows a week, taping shows live, whatever, and there's only so many wrestling fans in Orlando <laughs> that could probably hop into that. And here in the process, from when they did the uh, pay per view where fans were like there was no food at the venue and mm-hmm. fans had to be stuck on a bus and had to get you know run through testing and everything before oh, they wow. came in because it's a closed set they're, they're they're treating it like a closed set situation which one hey, was that's, that for, that's for, good, for bash like uh what the, i think it was the in your house because they were like yeah. the fans are really quiet for this and they're like yeah because here's what happened oh, wow. we met a full sale at five waited for a bus they took us to the cdc i and i don't know if it's just a testing center i don't know if it was actually the cdc uh the the, the time was off so we so, had to stay on so the bus yeah they, they were like we extras to, in a yes. movie the yeah. cwc wow. not the cdc what a, uh, no 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 it was just to the cdc to get oh, they tested took, they took him to the cdc that's, to get tested yeah that's according to this one fan that's what oh. they said I, I don't know if okay. it's the cdc or if it was just a testing center i'm, you know I'm I mean? sure it was a t- just a test yeah i'm pretty sure too so so <laughs> I'm taking that with but they got to the venue. There's no vendors, you know. There's no food, so they're just like, and we got to set through this show, yeah, right. So, so of course they were tired and hungry and miserable, right? You know, just like the movie said I was on that one time. Uh, so, you know, just it, 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 that's see, just... see WWE should uh, like um, I went to go see Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and um, we had to get COVID tested for it. He had the COVID testing happen in a parking garage that was uh, right on site there. And he had that DJ'd. Oh, there you go. So, That's what you so do. We all get we all got rapid tested, and then we all got wristbands saying we were rapid tested, and then we got in the show. It, it, it's it's a logistics thing, right? Somebody's not yeah. thinking about it because they don't do it on a regular basis. They're not thinking about the people. You know, it's just like, hey, you're gonna stand in that line at Cedar Point, and they have like TVs or a DJ or something there, right? You know, I mean, I think Disney's really good about that experience while you're in line, right, Mike? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, something like that. You know, that's you know. So what are you doing for that? Especially if you want these people to be hyped and energized for your show because of what it is instead of just just corralling them in here to do this thing you know which is really what they did a full sale but you know but everybody was excited about the show enough that it didn't matter yeah right I mean, but there was food there was this thing there was access it wasn't like you know it wasn't it wasn't this crazy lockdown thing like they have to do now did so. did and so if this sunday marks the end of the thunderdome era or well, the uh, start t- of t- the t- new friday friday friday, right. friday is the first Smackd- smackdown's live oh, okay smackdown and so has wwe missed any shows or any tapings in the entire 15 months, 16 months say, or whatever. So so no, but they definitely leaned heavily early on those first few weeks when they were just coming from the PC and there were still seats in there from when they did the NXT um, um, fan appreciation week because uh-huh. they weren't supposed to be at full sale because there's a graduation you know thing that they do in March. This is a, this is why you always know it's like, wow, why are we in a strange different venue in March whenever <laughs> like the shows would happen before? Um, so they had those seats on and, and around them, cause they knew how they weren't ready for that. So they're just like, Hey, let's show you guys this match from Royal Rumble. Yeah. No, yeah. There's a lot yeah, of that did, that was happening. They early filled on. up a lot and had right. a couple taped new matches. Yep. And, yep. and, and that was decent for juggling that it was first a band-aid. month. It was a band-aid when you needed yeah, and, it. And even last year's WrestleMania was like, it was not, it was all shot separately right, right. They pre- like it was shot when the people were there yeah and they just redressed the set they pre they pre-taped so much of those first couple of months but i think there was something 
with like the networks where I, I think there was a limit to how many episodes can be a pre-tape. In our yeah, contracts. like like the TV deals they the had TV, to have. Yeah, because yeah, so, they showed WrestleMania, like straight WrestleManias for a couple couple shows there. I think on it Fox felt like something. a lot of right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they they didn't show WrestleManias um, when Raw and SmackDown were to be airing. Fox it, Sports One because yeah, they yeah, didn't have yeah, yeah. footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They showed full paper because they still needed content to put on their channel. Yeah, they, they yep. needed yeah. content, and right. and because of WWE's relationship with Fox, they're like, hey. Give us pay-per-view so we can air. <laughs> well, that was brilliant. And you got to give them credit for at least getting something on there and mm-hmm. getting something mm-hmm. done. So that's that's a, and, and I feel like that, like the Fox thing, you know, showing the, that kind of content, uh, the general relationship, because, you know, this Peacock deal that's like, what, a billion dollars for five years for them to get take WWE Network. Like, that deal closed mid-pandemic. So, like... That you are in a, everything is in an economic downturn. Mm-hmm. Your company is in a downturn because of ratings, because of what's happening and being put on the screen. It's not for as much as they did, and they did a lot of good, but it just waned after a while. Um, you know, the, like I really think things like that Fox play with the pay per views led to that Peacock play of we're just going to take all your stuff, right? So, like, that shows how strong that product is, regardless of what ratings look like. And it is a perfect point that I think Podner was saying a little bit earlier. Yeah, here he was saying just a little bit ago. At this point, TV deals and Peacock, uh, with the TV deals and Peacock, uh, the indiv- d- does the individual weekly ratings count until they they are close to renewal? And I don't think they are, unless there is such a dip that they can't justify the price of advertising. Then you become, then it's a problem when you when you, they can't when they have to do make goods with Budweiser for ads because they didn't get the viewership that they that they were promised because WWE's tanking that much on Monday nights or Friday nights, then there's a problem. Yeah, and I'll pro- and the problem will probably yeah, be- I don't I don't think we've reached that. I don't think, I think so either. If- I think if Raw dips below what AEW is getting, then mm-hmm. then there's an issue. It, like for always remember for as as it was the same thing with WCW as much as they dip. They are still the most prominent thing on cable or network television, probably. Mm-hmm. I, network, I would imagine. And they're still but, always delivering new content every yes. single Who week. else was doing that consistently during the pandemic? Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, talk shows. Talk shows. They, talk shows, talk out. Shows, they were and, doing and it from their homes. That, they were, not even yeah, all of them. Yeah, talk shows. They half were, of those talk Zoom. shows were less produced than this show. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Fact. I'm wa- I watched a, a local network the other night, and I'm like, my God, why are you still having this bad of a Zoom call now? Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, like you know you're going to be on this show. Fucking figure it out. You're... <laughs> you're, 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 you're I try not to name who it is, but... <laughs> but what's great, but what's but great somebody though, in that chat room knows what I'm talking about. We we found out this past year a new way to do things, and a lot a, of people did, and a new way for people to consume things, and mm-hmm. and new like we don't need high def 4G uh, in your face. We don't need these things. Like just give us entertainment. Give us Is, and, and like n- separate outside of wrestling. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if, if Conan O'Brien could give me an interview on a podcast that is, you know, seven times better than his edited 30 minute TBS show, 
that's do that. That's so entertaining. How, how long? I, I'm not ashamed to say that for a solid over a solid year, I've been watching four wrestlers play Uno weekly. And it's regularly more entertaining. There you go. I mean, how many? Like today, I just had uh, Renee Young's oral sessions up on the TV, right? And that's how most of us are watching, like YouTube, cocking heads, on Skype, Zoom, however they're doing it, right? We're like so many are used to that. And all, all, all that happened was that mainstream media, quote unquote, uh, uh, adopted that. The yeah, problem is, on. the problem is <laughs> they haven't been doing it as long as everybody on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So they're, I'm sorry, I'm a production person, an embarrassment in comparison to what those YouTube people are doing, right? Like, I'm sorry, like the, the people, the YouTube people I'm working, I, I worked with a couple weeks ago for the Paul Yam cult. Like I compare, like, like they, they're getting on point <laughs> on things, right? <laughs> um, like, and they had a person in England doing the pre-show. And we're sitting there in in, in Brooklyn queuing up the show and stuff. I'm right beside the streamer. He's queuing up graphics along. I'm just like, my God, like you're you're yeah. on Twitch and you're like more on things than people that do this on a regular basis. Like it's it's incredible. Right? This, we're getting a little off of just wrestling <laughs> and stuff. It's turning into awesome cast. But but still, but that goes back to the wrestling thing. So a lot of people in wrestling figured things out. How many more promotions are streaming, whether it be Twitch, Fight, or whatever, right? Or did something different. Like, a, you know, for us, the Fight Underground concept did very well. Uh, you know, and, and now it's like, what do we do with fans now, right? Uh, for a lot of these concepts. But still, like, like you know, uh, the crazy stuff MV Young's been doing over the pandemic and, and, and those crazy crews up there in Brooklyn. And, like... I mean, it, it, like a lot of people uh, found themselves or died over the last year and a half like, in wrestling and a lot of other businesses, too, in media, especially. So, but money in the bank's happening. And, uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who's going to ham fist money know. in the bank back into this? Uh, let's see. Well, let's let, I don't, just the money in the bank matches. Let's look at that. Okay. Uh, well, 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 who do you got for the title match? The title Kofi, match? Kofi and Lashley I, and I don't Roman think, and Edge. I don't think Kofi's getting it. I, I don't think that's happening. I, I, don't, I don't expect Kofi or Edge to, to pick up the titles. Agreed. Yeah. This is, this is having not watched really any of – I haven't watched any of the Edge comeback stuff yet. It's okay. So, it's, yeah. it's not – Wait, the, the, like this most recent Edge comeback? Yeah, like Edge yeah. coming back from Roman. Yeah. 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 yeah nope. I mean, either, to nope. be honest. Just, just, it just, I have better things to do on Fridays. So <laughs> – um, like watch AEW. I don't know. Uh, well, I, I was true for several weeks. So, um, but uh, well, well, the, the, the way I consume now too is I'll tape Ron SmackDown whether I'm you know home or not. Tape. You still got VCR in the uh, <laughs> the, the end <laughs> hey, over in, there. In, in Pittsburgh, we tape things. Okay. We tape. Okay. Do, do you have the Do you have the super long VHSs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I have to tape over the tab that I pulled out because it was uh you know a graduation video and I have to record <laughs> it. Uh, I I tape it on EP so I get the six hours yeah. Action, in yes, there. Yes, yes. And um, as you do, yeah. But That's uh, two episodes are raw. Yeah, <laughs> you, you gotta get those SLP tapes. Yeah, oh, yeah. SLP. Um, yeah. So taper on SmackDown, <clears throat> read about it, go watch it if it's something I need to see. If not, then it's you know just delete. So all that Budweiser money doesn't matter because I fast forward through commercials. Well, anyway. there's that too. Yeah, there's um, that too. So yeah, so yeah, I've not I've not seen any of the Edge. I've not seen any of this lead up. Um, I I I really. Uh, as a wrestling fan, as you know, d- I don't want to say how many decades I've been watching wrestling, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, 
Um, but the, uh, the 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 whole pandemic era just it it it, it sucked me dry of of my passion because there's something about the electricity of the live crowd. Oh, absolutely! You know? Being yeah, out there in front of people in the ring, you could feel it being in the ring, and and mm-hmm. you could see it and feel it watching, and it just wasn't the same, and it never hit the same stride. So yeah, yeah leading yeah. up to Money in the Bank, I I'm sorry, I, I I'm not on top of it as much. Like as I, can. I I almost felt I had to watch more because like uh, to the support. guys that are in the ring, <laughs> oh, they're yeah, like yeah. they're they're literally doing it for. Yeah, people they yeah. can't see or hear, and you hear that from the W. Like, those interviews I was I listened to Cesaro today and uh, and Alistair Black, Tommy End, Malachi Black. Uh, now, uh, but uh, it, they 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 kind of reflected that, like how like like we had to do this, and it's so hard to create. And I forget who it was. Oh, Effie was talking about how how you know he gauges based on the reaction whether to do it bigger and louder. Mm-hmm. And if nobody was reacting because it was a closed set taping, he just continued doing it bigger and even louder wow. and did more ridiculous. And then, and then, but the internet responded. So it worked, <laughs> you know, uh, in, 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 you know, he had obviously had the opportunity to do those kinds of things. He talked about the 24 hour, uh, GCW thing they did in Philadelphia, right? Uh, the, you know, for the, like the the you know raising money for the wrestlers themselves since there wasn't much going on. Uh, you know, like like that kind of concept. You know, that was a good that was an interesting philosophy for that. You know, I don't know that WWE people have the rope to do something like that, right? To be like, well, we're just going to get wilder and crazier. It's just like, yeah, but somebody doesn't like it in the back, you know, because that's not what it's supposed to be. You know, fans be damned. Uh, so I, I don't know. So I, I don't know. That's some thoughts on that. So, money in the bank. Money in the bank. <laughs> money in the bank. Um, the champions are retaining, is what we're saying. Champions are retaining, is what I'm saying. Who's who's in the men's money in the bank? The ladder match. I got the women's one uh, actually queued up here. So the... let's start. With that. <laughs> the women's one. There is there is a mystery uh, entrance. Is there? Is this not updated? What I got here? No, no, that's updated. It is. But there's also there's going to be someone announced on Friday. Somebody announced on Friday, <laughs> Becky Lynch, or. Or Sasha Banks. Mm, yeah, she's been she's been quiet for a little mm. bit. Uh, so we got Zelina Vega. We haven't seen Sasha since WrestleMania, right? She's so, going to be especially mad that Don Cheadle stole her Emmy nomination. That's true too. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we got Zelina, Zelina Vega who just came back. Oscar Naomi, uh, uh, Alexa Bliss. I, I, try, I try to remember if she had a different Alexa name Bliss, now. Nikki Ash. Liv what what Nikki Ash? Time. Really? Is that her? Really? Almost, almost the superhero sword. Oh, I see. It's better um, than a superhero in training. And also, I, I, I heard this on a different podcast. They may have changed Nikki's name because they're gearing up to bring Karrion Cross to the main roster. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't have... Yeah. Notice everybody lost their last name that just came up from NXT last Friday. So, uh, let's see. Liv Morgan. Oh, wait, who? who uh, uh, Shotzi and, and Tegan. Th- they're both came solo up. named? Yeah. I mean... It works with Yinza, yeah. <laughs> but everybody doesn't need a solo name. Are you? I, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's just. Hey, you're coming up. You're losing the last name. Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah. Wait. They. They took. Where did you see they took away Shotzi's? I, I was. Name? A, I was aware that they. That from my notice, like they were. They were labeled as Shotzi and Tegan. Uh. Where? On SmackDown on Friday. 
See, I might have to tune in this Am Friday I just mistaken? to see. Did I, 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 I didn't think so. I watched it. Like, I watched the clip Because, I mean, they announced him as Shotzi Blackheart. They did. Knox. Okay, maybe I'm mistaken then. All right. And then, uh, uh, oh, who was the other one? Uh, Tony Storm was supposed to be on there, too. But I think she kept her name, right? So I'm pretty sure Shotzi and Tegan have kept their names, too. Okay, I might be mistaken. Okay. Yeah, I'm checking right now. Somebody, where did I get that from? Oh, no. No, Shotzi. Tegan Knox kept her name, but Shotzi dropped the black heart. Mm. See, that's mm. not a fan. Not a fan. Don't like it. At least you got to keep the tank for now. Now, and I will say this is very the... soon. It's going to be a tankini. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But now the countdown This is. And this is my thing. When you go to the main roster, this is a countdown. When Alistair Black uh, lost his cool candles and uh, rise from the grave entrance, you knew it was done. When Shotzi loses the tank. It's done for shots. No, shots. won't lose that tank. She will. No way. There, Guarantee it. I, there will. Uh, shots. will lose the tank within the year of SmackDown. They're, oh. Yeah, they're not going to take that city to city. And uh, if it's not, you know, there. Yeah. So. Yeah. If they're not selling tank toys at Walmart. They're going to sell tank toys. At It'll be two time. years until they're produced and put on the shelves. Yeah, sure. too. By the way, did you did you uh, see my tweet last night, Sorg, with the uh, Drew McIntyre? Yeah, I did motorcycle toy yeah i didn't see the motorcycle uh, on the show but uh it looks exactly like it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, really? it somehow jinder mahal's custom <laughs> motorcycle go figure it looked like just like the uh red one that braun destroyed the uh corvette yep. too right yeah mm-hmm. that Same also thing. conveniently enough had a toy <laughs> that looked directly like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. that relationship with mattel is just dead on isn't it so hey can you blame them though that's, that's yeah, i mean that's it's, it's, it's it, yeah it's smart it's smart and here's the uh here it is oh no kidding slamming stunt action <laughs> motorcycle true yeah Drew. boy man i don't see a sword or the rental that was stolen what the fuck <laughs> what was that like oh it wasn't the real sword it was a rental what the does it go back with the thunderdome what is this <laughs> Jeez, I feel like it's no. Nobody's gonna get this good omens reference I'm about to make. I'm gonna move on. All right, the I, money in I've the bank. Seen good omens. I, okay, remember when they when uh, they were looking for the flaming sword at the end? <laughs> so, that's what that's what I'm kind of thinking with the rental. Yeah. What the, put through? Okay. So so so. Slam- I mean, you can go a number of different ways with a flaming sword. I mean, we got um, the, Loki had a fucking flaming sword. He did. How about uh, Scott Pilgrim at the end of Scott Pilgrim? Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> Drew McIntyre has gained the power of live fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, so Zelina Vega comes back, mm-hmm. uh, loses her first match the night, but gets put in the match. If she, she's got to be, you know, one of the favorites to win this match, right? Zelina, she lost in two minutes when her for a debut match. Back, right. So, so I don't know. That's good. That's because they're pushing Liv. Like honestly, yeah. I think Liv is. Uh, She's a dark horse for it. Okay. I, I really think so. Um, and then whenever you, you keep a secret entrant to be revealed two days before the event, that one's going <laughs> to be favored as well. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, because let's face Especially it. Especially if, if it's, it's Sasha, Sasha or Becky. Or Becky. <laughs> they, Im- they immediately become the favorite in the match. I don't see uh, I don't see a new girl rising up on this one. I don't see. It could be Tony Storm. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it, very, it very well could be Tony Storm. I'm being so, in the I'm so down on WWE decision making right now. I just don't 
see them raising up somebody else out of that group. I just don't. I I just I don't know. I I'm Mr. Negative WWE, I know. Uh I mean, you know who it you know who's not going to win? Natalia. Yeah, <laughs> Natalia's not going to win. Was that. she put in there? Did she replace Bailey? Was Bailey in it and she had to bow Bailey, out because she blew Bailey had a match against Bianca. Oh yeah, that's right. All right. And then Carmella replaced Bailey and that match is actually going to happen on Friday. Mm. So Natty is essentially replacing, replacing Carmella. Carmella. Okay, okay. I I knew there had to be some kind of shakeup there. All right. Tina so. says Sonya just for shits and giggles, and I'm all for Sonya Deville with Money in the Bank. Yeah, I'm all for yeah. that. That would be great. All I'm, right. I the, miss her. I miss her in the ring. The men's Money in the Bank. All right. There's too many people in this match. Um, geez, this is a whole pay per view in one match. Uh, so so we got Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre with his rental sword, uh, 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 Riddle slash Randy Orton. I don't know what's going on there. No, uh, just Riddle. Uh, Randy Randy didn't get in. Ricochet. Is that Matt Riddle or well, just no, no, Riddle? But Riddle's been pretending to be Randy Orton last <laughs> I saw. So Yeah, but he, he's effect. doing it as a tribute to Randy because okay. he thinks Randy's dead. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, like he's been, he's been doing all the tribute things. I'm like, he's just not on TV. He's not yeah. dead. Well, out of sight, out of mind. Um, they, they, <laughs> Ricochet, Johnny, uh, Johnny, what's his face? Johnny this, Drip Drip. Johnny Drip Drip. Big E, uh, Nakamura, and Seth Rollins <laughs> in his crazy suits. Um, yeah, uh, that like I want to see. A tough match to I like this could be half a pay per view. Literally, like I, I don't. I don't know. Oh, presented by Applebee's. Well, that's nice. nice. That's nice. Where all the wrestlers go after the shows. Okay. <laughs> so on, on the night they got paid well. Uh, so <laughs> Indie truth, right? <laughs> so yeah, I'm, still, um, I'm still full for my hot dog. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and, of course, we've got Edge and Roman. And is there any other match that really matters? There's tag team matches, right? Uh, tag match between um, AJ and Omos versus the Viking Raiders. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if we add uh, the Usos versus the Mysterios as long as they can get to the arena safely. Mm. We got Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Title. Bianca yes. Belair is not listed on this. That's because she. That's because her match got moved to Friday. Oh. She is having a match against Carmella on Friday. Okay, I, I was noticeable because she's in one of the graphics here for General Money in the Bank on the site. Well, so. because she was supposed to supposed have, to have an equipment match with Bailey. So. Okay. Okay. But then Bailey got injured. Interesting. So, so we're uh, one, two, three, four, five, six to potentially to potentially uh, seven matches for this show. Of course, money and banks are going to be long. There's a lot of people involved. So um, yeah, they they might add a last minute Sheamus versus Damian Priest match. Maybe mm, mm. I can see it. They might also save that for next week's Raw. Okay. Okay. No Elias. Elias isn't on anybody's radar. Hey, uh, that also means no Jackson Riker. So oh, okay, good, because they're like attached at the hip, and it's bad. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, well, the wrong one got the haircut, by the way. Yes. You think? Yeah, it should have should have cleaned up Elias. Man, <laughs> turn, last turn time more, uh, I don't know. Like... Last time he got cleaned up, they didn't put him on TV. So, oh yeah, yeah. So it's one of those. This is, I've 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 known two indie guys, both of them working for WWE right now. That that had the somebody told me to get a haircut after a tryout thing, and they did not immediately get on TV. So wow. for a while, so in both cases, so I don't know, 
I, I don't I don't know how much that goes. I think it's just, I, I I think it's like a, a rookie rib they pull. It's not even a rookie <laughs> thing cuz like they did it to Pat McAfee. They did it to Pat McAfee. So so Yeah, when so, he was on SmackDown for, for the they uh, he Yeah, so Elias was definitely signed when they told him to cut his hair and it was definitely grown back by the time. Like it was back when they were like he's a he's a bicycling enthusiast he's and a, jobbing he's a to so and so. You know, it was before the drifter stuff. Oh, it was before when, the drifter. Okay. Yeah, it was we'd say drift drift. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see, Logan, Logan Drift Drift. Logan, Logan Drift Drift, <laughs> yes. Um, but the other one was definitely not signed yet. So he's just like, he's like, yeah, Paul told me to t- cut my hair. I'm like, oh, okay. So he's a, <laughs> all right. He's a certain announcer these days. But anyways, and he cuts his hair every week. Actually, I wonder in, who that is. Into, actually, uh, Chachi actually goes to the barber and gets the, gets the Corey Graves now. <laughs> Like by design, I think Chad does too. Uh, so I do too. Under, yeah, under, under that, you got yeah, a you yeah. got a Corey Graves yeah. going on there. I match it every week. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. <laughs> even you get the touch up, even though you're wearing a mask for the match. It's just oh. you know. I know. So, I feel, so, I feel so it. you're technically it. the savior of Yin's behavior. Exactly. There you go. There you go. I'm going to make a t-shirt of that. Thanks. We're gonna, we're gonna no talk problem. A- that, 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 I, I give out free ideas. I yeah. give out free dozen dollar ideas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's good enough for Lucha Underground. It's good enough for Yinza. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did anybody respond to that tweet you guys sent last night? No, not uh, yet. So, so last night, it takes a bit to so, respond. So last night, Mike and, and, uh, and Mainstream Matt uh, tweeted Chris Joseph. And at, since they're not using it anymore, asked for the Lucha Underground Bible, was it, to see mm-hmm. how it was going to end? Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, hey, just asking for a friend. You know, I mean, why not? Yeah. Because I mean, we still have an idea hey, for a movie. Way, way to take your shot, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, uh, no, no takers on that yet? Nobody uh, responded? Not yet, but yeah. I mean... We, we've had weirder shit happen with Lucha Underground. That is so. true. That oh, is cool, true. Cool. Like, there, like Matt and I were mentioned by name on the series finale. There's that, yes. In the main event. And there's that time Vampiro showed up out of nowhere on this show and just told Mad Mike to eat a bag of dicks. That's so, true. Yeah. Because, right. I, mean, I mean, which I think is mostly an affectionate term for him. So I would like to I think mean, so. I mean, that's basically like, that was basically... You know his I mean, appearance on the Twisted album. Sure, so, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta pace yourself because you know if it's a big bag, that's gonna be quite a while. Uh, but it could be done. I've never seen a measurement on the bag. I'm just saying. Um, but you know what? You can't measure all the fun you're gonna have at indywrestling.us. IndieWrestling.network. What? 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 That segue. What? Uh, so I was going to let you go. I know I shouldn't talk over the ad. You could start over. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Mm-hmm. But that segue was... A lot ugh. of stuff going on over there. Of course, we have... Uh, 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 for the network uh, subscribers, we've had a lot of new content coming up. But Prospect Pro Wrestling has been back. Rise Wrestling is back. And you can see those shows uh, as part of your subscription at IndieWrestling.network. Over 400 hours of content for you to check out and of course uh, check out a lot of great stuff at indywrestling.us a lot of great shows uh they can pick up on dvd we got some dvds in process right now i'm doing them since our dvd person's out of town for a few months uh so uh so, so they're, they're coming they're coming to you um but uh yeah and of course pro wrestling conquest these shows uh this weekend with them uh, those will be uh on there as well on vod dvd uh digital download as so you can check out what's happening and i i think the hottest thing happening out of west virginia right now uh 
uh, that, you know, isn't scary. Uh, but, uh, you know, go check that out. A lot of great stuff having Pro Wrestling Conquest. And, of course, they got the show this week in Charles, just Friday in Charleston, West Virginia, including Jock Sampson versus Danhausen, hmm. who he thinks is a juggalo. I don't know if that's accurate, but. I'm going with it. Uh, anyways, so go check it out. IndieWrestling.us. Sign up for that. Also, over there is, uh, we, we again, we're spinning back up the Indie Mayhem shows. Sam Beal, Impact Wrestling star, uh, is, uh, is uh, and under the tutelage of one, uh, the most professional wrestler, uh, Kurt Hawkins. What, what is Kurt Hawkins these days? <laughs> Why did I forget his name? Um, but uh, Brian Meyer. Brian, is that what he's going by on there? Yeah. That was a different, I Brian Meyer. I believe okay. that's just his name. Well, that makes it easier, doesn't it? So, IndieWrestling.us. Speaking of indie wrestling, another great show happening this weekend. This is a show that I'm always sad that I'm, I find myself occupied on year after year because it looks like the coolest show to watch. It's Brawl Under the Bridge. Yinza is going to be there defending his title. Uh, it's, uh, I, I know, I know friends of the show, like the gavel, David Lawless, Brohemoth have been a part of it in the mm-hmm. past. It mm-hmm. looks like, it looks like one of the coolest venues wrestling can be in the city. It is a fabulous night underneath the bridge, the Homestead high level bridge. It's called the Homestead Grays bridge. Now, right in, uh, right in Homestead, uh, they set up amazing lighting the rings right there in the middle of the street they shut the street down uh the blue dust which is the bar right around the corner down there is one of the sponsors and um the the whole street just fills up with people um it's amazing we've had um you know classic legendary wrestlers like nikolai volkov jj Dillon has been down there uh the rock and roll express um so this year, because of, you know, everything, uh, it's, it's a little bit, there's, there's a picture now we could see the whole place is, uh, cornered off and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a, such an amazing atmosphere because it's under the, under the bridge, rain or shine, it's happening. Um, the one year it was raining and it was coming down and we have all the lights shooting up and then there's a train that passes by, there's a fence there with barbed wire and it was just one of the coolest Mm-hmm. atmospheres to be in and 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 one year there, there was uh demolition axe i believe mm-hmm. uh there his very last singles match was there uh my good friend um refereed that match it was one of one of the one of the coolest uh brawn of the bridge moments there um demolition axe versus sean blanchard um so yeah, uh, that's Betty Esper, the mayor of Homestead, being <laughs> ridden to the ring with T. Rantula, legend of Pittsburgh legend. She's on the back of the motorcycle. She's T. On, Rantula is a, 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 a T. Rantula like towers over me, I think, and I'm six yeah. four. Yeah, uh, like I, I, I want to crop that picture out and just put it in the background of a WCW Road Wild. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Dude, he is always a road wire. By the way, T. Rantula, uh, you've probably seen him before if you've watched Beyond the Mat. He's uh, standing in the group uh, during the Paul Heyman speech, I, I understand. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, so. He's, he's, he's been around and, and has traveled a lot. And he was the tag team partner of uh, Big Country before Big Country and I teamed. Uh, but he's on the shelf now with a, with a shoulder. So, uh, T. Rantula, get, get well, buddy. Hopefully this Saturday... Big Country and I will be able to um, 
perform well enough for you. Uh, so, yeah, he drove to the ring on the, on, on the back was the 80-year-old, 80-plus-year-old mayor of Homestead, Betty Esper. And I don't know if that picture specifically, but there was a, uh, a, a Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize. Am I saying that right? Pulitzer mm-hmm. Prize? Uh, winning uh, photographer there one year, taking pictures of uh, our event and uh, got, got some pictures and uh, got her coming in. There's uh, Demolition Axe getting the final one, two, three of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find. I know there's some good pictures out there of like with the lights and everything. I'm yeah. trying to pull some of those up. That's, that last one's from the trip uh, uh, article. Yeah. So so the, every every year this is you know if, if we're talking about uh, you know a WWE pay per view like a SummerSlam, this would be the KSWA's SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of a lot of big feuds going on right now that are going to be uh held this uh some big matches this saturday um big country and i are defending our belts against the good the good guys sorg do you know these guys the good guys they call uh, themselves the good guys hunter and uh, obnoxious or something um <laughs> i don't i don't we, we are familiar with the good guys so, here on this show do they do good do uh, they, do well they... i mean that's negligible so good right. good I is mean, really a, a scale a scale of black and white at some point mm. Mm. yeah so so we'll be crossing paths this saturday uh we got these belts off of bro Hemoth, a friend of the show you mentioned and mitch napier um and bro bro he turned his back on mitch after the after the match, he was disappointed that they lost, and they're going to face each other in a kendo stick match. Can you believe it? Mm. Oh, boy. Mm. That's going to be <laughs> – I'm going to get a front row seat for that one, I think. Hey, 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 there's not a lot – like, like, like KSWA's uh, – I don't know – like, the, the ones I've attended have been, like, straightforward matches, okay. like, like, for the most part, for the cards yeah. that I've seen. Like, it's not often we do get – a kendo stick match or, yeah, or you yeah. know, some kind of stipulation like that. Other than Battle Bowl, Battle which is Bowl, its own fun Battle Bowl thing. is its own thing. Uh, Fan Fest a couple years ago, I was in a match with uh, Dr. Devastation Lou Martin. He's, he calls himself the face of Pittsburgh, which yes. always rubbed me wrong. Uh, and he and I had uh, uh, some some beef for a couple years. And uh, we had ourselves a strap match a couple years ago in a okay. Fan Fest match. Um, and, and, you know, that we both walked away with some welts, but I walked away with the W, so that's that's all that counts. This Saturday, Dr. Devastation Lou Martin, the face of Pittsburgh Lou Martin, is going to be in a dog collar match with the king of Millvale, Del Douglas. Now, I've, I've seen a couple dog collar matches. You know, I'm sure you have as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Roddy Piper, Greg Valentine. Mm-hmm. That was freaking amazing. Um, mm-hmm. So these two... I've I've uh, fought them both in the ring. I've left with bruises that I've seen for weeks from both of them. They hit it hard. This is, you know, this is going to be ugly. This is going to be bowling shoe ugly. Them two at the dog chain, dog food. They were smearing dog food all over each other, man. Like that's... That's wrong. So it's it's always a fun time. Whenever I have, I'm, you know, I'm not occupied with something else. I see a KSWA show. I'm going to try to be there. Um, and and it's always it's always just good to kind of lay back and watch some wrestling uh, for these guys. And, uh, and definitely not, you know. And this is the this is probably you know this is the biggest stage of the year for you for you guys. Yeah, this like, is it's, this it's, is our big summer show. Our fan fest is the big winter show. And um, yeah, it's 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 all eyes in Pittsburgh are going to be in Homestead. Uh, one year we had, I want to say, 800 people under that bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like just such 
like I, I, I would look over this past year and a half that we've been away, I would look at pictures from past shows from Brawl Under the Bridge. And it hit me, you know, like it hurt to be away. And it hurt to be, not that I would ever say I take it for granted what I get to do, but seeing that, seeing myself standing on the ropes and cheering with hundreds of people, like that's emotional. And I know I'm going to, I'm, you know, going to feel it on Saturday. So um, I hope a lot of people get to get to make it out. Anthony Alexander, the, the KSWA heavyweight champion, is going to defend his belt against Beastman. Oh, yeah. Beastman. I think you guys, you guys. Very familiar with Beastman mm-hmm. around here. Yeah. So he was just on here uh, a month or two ago. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like that. Like that. I don't know. It all blends together. I see him everywhere. <laughs> so I'm going to see him Friday. So, you know. Um, awesome. So we did get a picture because we, we, we attended the Matt Light uh, show. Same place that first KSWA show was that we were talking about before the show. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and she wants to know how you enjoyed the Matt Light concert. I cannot <laughs> scroll this picture down, by the way, because we will hmm. be pulled from for <laughs> indecency. But I did send you the picture on, on, on your message so you could see the full breath of um, I can guess what the rest of the picture is. Yeah. So so that's uh he mentioned me in that? Is that a is that a uh, thing no, to No, me? we just walked up and this is at the entrance and uh if you're on oh. audio uh that is a, that is the Yenza mask on a blow up doll uh, at the uh, entrance of our uh, of the concert that we were uh, seeing at the Matt Light uh, comedy show. So yeah. Uh, thank you, Dutters, for capturing that. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm pulling up the 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 picture here. You, and, yes, and the uh, the Patreon only edition. Right. Um, <laughs> it's it's remarkably accurate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like it is. He nailed it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hold on, Mike. I'll send you this picture too. Um, uh, I you I, know I, I, I can oh, guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's impressive. Like uh, I you know, can guess. Uh, I mean, yeah, Matt Light. He's he's a funny dude. Were you aware that you had a Yinza real doll in the world out there? <laughs> Uh, you know, that's, you know, yeah. t- take, take it home, I guess. Um, I, I got the real thing, so I don't need to worry about that. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, but yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Matt Light is a uh, funny, I, I love, uh, he would, uh, jump into the river after the Steelers won. Yes. And, uh, and drop some elbows. Yes. Uh, y- Yinza likes dropping elbows too. So maybe, uh, him and I will have to go to a Steeler game this year, get drunk and jump into a river together. Some elbows. <laughs> he does. He does need a tag team partner so he can come back on this show. Since we're only booking tag teams for the time being, so well, uh, uh, I, I have a three hundred pound cowboy in my corner now. Uh, so uh, if if you're doing uh, triple teams, that's it's How, starting to sound weird. I'm, I'm staring at that picture a little bit. Much, I, I was gonna say starting to do triple teams sounds you know, definitely like something that we would need to hold for Patreon. If you stare at it long enough, it starts staring back. Oddly enough, um, yeah. let me ask you about this. So you are a Pittsburgh luchador, correct? Before I get to my second question, what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, everybody knows, uh, you know, Pittsburgh is something that's inside of you bleeds black and gold mm-hmm. uh luchador it's always it's something also that once you get connected with it it's just something that bleeds black and gold with you with the with the luchador um i i have been inspired through all sorts of wrestling and things like that and and lucha to me is is kind of like that same kind of pittsburghese type feeling mm-hmm. it's it's it transcends wrestling you know um it's 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 amazing and and to be able to go out there and uh be influenced now i'm 
six foot four, 220 pounds. It's a tall luchador. I'm a tall luchador. So, uh, you know, I've, I've been training and doing my lucha moves and, and, and try to get it as good as I can. Uh, but I'm also realistic. Uh, my 619, or I should say my 412, isn't as pretty because, you know, a six foot four, 200 pound man going through those ropes ain't going to be as nice as, uh, as uh, Rey Mysterio can. Um, but it's, it's just something that it's, it's, it's a love of the black and gold. It's a love of Lucha Libre. It's a love of wrestling. And uh, it's just the, the expression of, of beauty and the art of what we do. And I try not to bastardize it as much as I can. And you team with a cowboy. <laughs> big, country, big country Matt McGraw. He's here on my uh, shirt. We are the Renegades. We just uh, picked up the tag team <laughs> nice, title belts nice. last month. And, um, yeah, him and I, uh, we broke in the business together, actually. We, we uh, trained a couple years ago together, and um, we just we bonded. He's, he's a little bit of country. I'm a little bit luchador. Um, that's a that's a nice little there's play. There's got to be a song. Like, there's it's, enough country artists around. You got to get somebody to the. You come out to the Pittsburgh Polka now, right? Well, that's my, that was my theme, and you're, now you're per, him and I together are uh, black and yellow. Okay, um, I, I, I have a I have a question. Do you, do you change your theme based on the sports season? <laughs> no, so we're we're coming out to uh, the uh, the black and yellow. Um, okay, but uh, we're trying to get a mix with the Renegade with sticks uh since we're the we're the renegades now um so we're working on that it's it's tough to you know you, uh, sitting in the back your music's playing you're ready to get pumped up go through that curtain with a big yeah and then the sticks intro is about 38 seconds long so i ain't standing <laughs> back there and letting the fans listen to the i mean you, you could just come out to party hard what is do I know that one? What did I just step in? What did I just step in? Uh oh. Mike. Oh, go boy. ahead. We're have a go ahead. <laughs> um now I, I, I may not be from Pittsburgh, but um Penguins. <laughs> no notice in the corner. Party no. hard. <laughs> Party hard. Okay. Penguins goal song. Come oh, on, all right. Okay. Yeah. I mean back to back Stanley Cups. That's Andrew W.K.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he force that? Didn't he force that as uh, the Penguins goal song? Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, okay. I don't know names of things. No, no, no. Sorry. sorry. I, know, sorry. I know how to get places by what used to be on the corner. I don't know names of roads. I know how to go in the down very the Pittsburgh way. Yes. Yeah. I know, yes, I know exactly. songs about what they sound like. The first couple notes. Give me a refrain. I don't know. I don't know the melody of "Party Hard," um, but I'm sure if I heard it, I would know it. Oh, uh, you would because it's when it's time to party, we will party hard. Okay, yeah. don't say more. We're gonna get pulled from YouTube. Uh, <laughs> so, so a luchador and a hip and a cowboy have a hip hop uh, song for right. their entrance theme. Right. Alrighty then, says Tina from Seattle. <laughs> it's a Pittsburgh thing. Listen, you don't know how we do things in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, yeah. I just yeah. I, <laughs> she probably scoffs. She probably scoffs at French fries on sandwiches too. She does. She is from Cincinnati, so. <laughs> oh, okay. She puts chili on noodles. So what the hell? What's that? What they she, do out there? They put chili on noodles, and you're gonna, yeah. Uh, forget it. Forget it. Cincinnati. Cin- Cincinnati. 
Well, uh, on that note, oh, okay, so you guys, you got a lot of great stuff going on, got a lot of great merch and everything. Where can people follow Yinza? Uh, so you could find out information at yinzerlucha.com. Uh, you could great, get some great t-shirts like this one here at uh, yinzertees.com. And, of course, everything with the KSWA uh, to find out our event calendar. We got shows booked all through the summer outside, so come on down. Um, that's all at kswa.net. Look at that. That's yinzerlucha.com. And then yinzertees, if you yeah, would th- throw that up. One of my passions is graphic design and coming up with awesome, like, wrestling and T-shirts go hand-in-hand. And um, there's lots of great, fun T-shirts that you could get at Yinzer wait, 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 what is this? I like my dinosaurs like I like my eggs dippy. Yeah, baby. That is, which one's Dippy the dinosaur? Dippy, uh, you, you ever go to the Carnegie Museum of uh, Art? Ah, yes, and you got yes. the giant dinosaur right out front of the Carnegie Museum of Art. His name's Dippy. His name is Dippy. He's the he diplodimus diplosaur, diplo. Yes. Yeah, they put a scarf on him every once in a while yeah. during the winter, so. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, yeah, so there's a lot of fun stuff, yinzertees.com. There you go. Check them out. Uh, you say a lot of fun in KSWA. You know, also a lot of fun, our... Tuesday night pizza parties. Thanks to our friends at Slice on Broadway, New York City style. Yins are made. Beachview, Carnegie, the East End, and North Hills. And it's always an arm's length of our guests as well. Uh, so when he's going for I, when it. When I eat pizza. <laughs> oh, no. When I eat pizza, I eat New York style. Yins are made right here. Tell them where, Sorg. At Slice on Broadway, four locations. Slice on Broadway. Clean right down the street here in Beachview. Go check them out. Yinza, the luchador approved. You get some French fries on here. I like putting my French fries they on They might those. have some French fries. I don't know. They got, a lot of, they got a lot of fun gourmet pizzas. I haven't checked the updated list for a little bit. So uh, go go check that out. We, we used to just get a bunch of pies, try out the gourmets, just have like, like 10 of us, and we were all, we're all checking slices and stuff like that. <laughs> I just, apparently, they, like, we got a comment on uh, the end, uh, presumably the end of uh, NXT from Tina. It says, no spoilers, but what the fuck? So, Uh-oh. whatever's going on there, uh, he says while well, he has the ad still up. Uh, so, uh, we will be taking a quick break, and we will be back right after this. Uh, we have our top three matches of the pandemic. And you're going to find out which one's... Because I my three are Danny Limelight. I've already dedicated to it, and he already liked the tweet. So there we go. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning, and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups. Just pro wrestling news. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app, or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. Wrestling Mayhem Show back here, of course, Yinza. With us here in the studio, tag team champion at KSWA with Big Country. What's up, buddy? What's uh, yes. up, Big Country? Hope you're having a fun evening watching 
Yenza, the Pittsburgh Luchador. There you go. I should have. Why didn't we got to get him on here, man? He does. I, I, he listens to the show. He's told me before, so just I was a concern. I, I, I see. I didn't know it was tag team week it was, well, or it, tag team month. It's tag team life apparently now. So uh, <laughs> see, there you go. See you at Blue Dust soon, buddy. And also uh, with us is Mainstream Matt popped in. How's it going, guys? Hello, Yenza. How are you doing? Uh, doing well, man. I'm missing you here. I know. Well, he's got he's Next got time. he's Next got time, to be buddy. in News Central to get ready for Just Pro Wrestling news release for the morning. Nice. So he's a, he's he's on point there. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I think actually I think I think your partner is in the chat room right now. So is he? Yeah, I yeah, I see him. So. Uh, and of, of course, Matt, I'm sorry I went on a mainstream media rant earlier today uh, on the show. So hey, you better have I, your you, belt on. You wearing your belt, big country? We, are you wearing it? I know you are. I know you're wearing it. There he, he, hasn't, he hasn't responded yet. I'm sure he's wearing it. We got a delay, so, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not exactly right on, so. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, and Matt Mike is. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I had to take off the mask. Yeah, you're facially naked. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Those th- yours comes off? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never seen one yeah. like that. Never seen one like that. That's weird. Hmm. Eh, that, hey, you know, um, we make them different in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh. In, in Pittsburgh, there's a operation and stuff. But you, got, mm-hmm. yours, but you got yours in I don't know. Anyways. He, he said he is wearing his belt. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Matt, what are we doing? I, I just got here, Sorg. What, what's going on? What did the, Doing the homework. media do this time? It's, a, it's the homework. It's the homework. And I it's think, homework time. And I think you laid this one out here last week. No, I, I was one. Oh, that was Matt. Bad Mike. Bad Mike. Yes. All right. Um, I suggested it would be great fun since the uh, the curtain has fallen on uh, the uh, the era that we will lovingly refer to as the pandemic era, uh, that perhaps we should look back and um, – Pick uh, pick a handful of matches, perhaps three matches. That's oh, a nice round number. Wait, Matt, you know what I just realized? Oh, what? This is the return of remember. <laughs> that does not translate well on Zoom, but <laughs> it's it's the return. It's a return of the remember return when. Of remember when? Oh, that, I, don't, I that... think you blew out your bandwidth on that one. <laughs> That's um, fine. <laughs> I'm really uh, yeah. So we are uh, we we are each choosing our three favorite. We're not. We did not. Say we're not ranking we're not the saying best. best. We're saying favorite. We're saying we're ranking our three favorite matches of the pandemic era. If there are fans in the stands, don't even suggest it. No, I'm just. I, I think we can all understand what the uh, what the confines are. Everything from everything from March 2020 to last week. Yeah, basically. All right. All right. So, uh, okay. Uh, so let's uh, maybe we should each do one at a time. Let's yeah, that's what I'm doing. I gotta do like, mine as a batch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta so do. Long. I gotta do mine as a batch, guys. Should I just get out of the way or leave it for the end? I'll leave uh, it for the end. Do me last. We'll do one at a time. Do we'll me do last. Time. We each kind of like, you know, filter it out, and that'll give the um the chat room a chance to chime in too. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm asking right. the chat room right now. All right. And um, you know what? Since uh, since Mad Mike is typing into the chat room, and we don't want to hear Sorg's list yet, I'll go first. And um. First one I'm going to throw out there for you guys, uh, and this might feel a little bit off the radar, but um, it, it must be mentioned: Walter versus Ilya Dragunov oh, from late last year on oh, NXT UK in a, a legit one. goddamn empty studio in the UK. Um, they had a great time. 
Um, no. Walter there was almost a, a murder. Time. There Ilya was almost a murder. Yeah, I should I should clarify. Walter <laughs> had a great time. Ilya did not have a great time. Walter slapped the bejesus out of him. Um, and as luck would have it, they are due for a rematch mm. next week. Ooh. So they're gonna they're I, gonna they're gonna rewind it back, and we're gonna see what happens. The UK. Uh, Tina, the, that's one of Tina's. The UK setup is my favorite uh, no fan setup out of all of wrestling. For, absolutely you just no like fans. Because, uh... Well, because that's a legit sports studio. Yeah, it's a sports studio. That, that, so. That's yeah, what sure. that is. Like that's... That, that is some honest to god studio wrestling. I yeah. think Sword just likes it because he loves uh, Noam Dar's talk show set. I oh, the talk show set's nice too. Um, and there's like a weird circle mechanism out on the one side for no reason at all, but it looks cool. Okay, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Yeah, so. Um... No, I'm with that. I'm with that. Uh, so, what, Mad Mike, you, why, why don't you throw one out here? Oh, me? all right. Um, I am going to go. Uh, Tina's mentioned a couple of mine, so we can. I'll, I'll go to some of my uh, secondary mentions. But one, one that was definitely on my list, have to mention it, Bailey versus Sasha Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fantastic match. Just like um, from from. Every match you've seen with Bailey and Sasha, like this is the true ending of the feud for now, obviously, but ending of the feud. Like it was a feud enter, and it was it was fantastic. It was just really, really good. So many callbacks to all their other matches and everything, and just ah, uh, with Bailey's long title run, like longest SmackDown Women's Champion, that was the right way to end it. It was the right way to end it. That's weird. Getting a, a Bailey match from the guy wearing the hugger T-shirt. Um, excuse me, Bailey is the Thunderdome MVP. <laughs> I am joking, obviously, because yes. I love Bailey. My mm-hmm. Yinza to belly finisher <laughs> uh, Yenza, is in her honor. Go Yenza, ahead. look behind you. Look, look behind you. Hey, there's a Bailey. Yeah, I have one of them. <laughs> I got one of them too. Yes. Um. And maybe one still in the box as well. I don't know. Might be a collector. Uh, Bailey is without a doubt the MVP of yeah. the Thunderdome yes. and, yes. and the pandemic era. And uh, the Hell in the Cell match was on mine. So I'm going to have to scramble and find an extra third. But I will echo what has already been said in terms of uh, European flavor. One of my favorite matches in the pandemic era was Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Now, they had a a short, maybe month-long feud right when uh, Drew McIntyre became champion, and it was one of the hardest-hitting, funnest. Funnest is a word. You could look it up. Um, It's a European word. It's a European word. Uh, It's it's what your mouth does when you get a couple (laughs) of those uppercuts. Um, But, yeah, like their their match, and I don't know. I think they had a uh, a, a final match at a pay-per-view, but I think one of the matches on Raw was was even better. Um, And it got to the point where... You know, Drew McIntyre just won the belt. This was one of his first feuds, defending it. And the match had me believing that he could drop this title right away. It was that good. Um, there was there was parts where they were fighting out in between the, the, the fake uh, fans with the screens and everything. Uh, it was it was really good. That that's good. on mine. Good. And now I'm scrambling to find another. Th- third because uh <laughs> the, the, uh, they'll be overlapped. oh don't worry there's, there's we, plenty we, out we can there. have agreements <laughs> that's fine 
Uh, Sorg, uh, Sorg, do you have a match? That, uh... Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, John Moxley versus Danny Limelight from the uh, the ninth edition of uh, AEW Dark Elevation. I do believe this is one where Moxley premiered like a second rope paradigm shift that he didn't even use against. I think, but do you have Kojima that week or something? Kenta, maybe? Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of... Oh, you're, that, 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 or Yuji Nagata. Nagata, Nagata yeah. that might be what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Kojima was on Impact. Right? There yes. Was, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm getting mixed up. Sorry. I'm crossing my New Japan's. So. Eugene Nagata. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my. Right. Uh, okay. Matt, I know I know. Sorg just took one of yours, but do you have another one? <laughs> yeah, I've got one. Don't worry about me. Um, I'm going to. Uh, well, you know, I'm not going to take the low hanging fruit because I see it already popping up in the chat room, but I would like to highlight. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Phoenix mm. from uh, mm-hmm. the beginning of the year from uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, I am so down with Ray Phoenix. Uh, he is one of my favorite guys. He's one of the guys that makes me put down my phone and actually pay attention to the whole match. Uh, and Omega, not too bad either. He can carry his end of the thing when you got Phoenix in there with him. Uh, so they had a spectacular match. And uh, wh- what else would you expect? It's Ray Phoenix. Open and shut case right there. There you go. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, because I'm seeing some of my other ones in, in the chat still. So I will go. Now, this may be controversial. I'm going to say the Firefly Funhouse match between Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Whoa. <laughs> you're, whoa. Yes. You're not going to be. You're not on an island on that one. No. Yeah. It is still to this day the best storytelling I've ever seen in a wrestling match. Mm. Now, it's I know it's not a traditional match, and Mm-mm. it's not supposed to be. Mm-mm. It is... Best storytelling? It's, it, it's, it's a spectacle. Like it's Flair Michaels, WrestleMania 24, wasn't a better story? No. No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. All no, right. I, I, Sorry I, to interrupt. Continue. Legitimately, like, because... To me, it's John Cena Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've watched all the Marvel movies and you saw Endgame, there are so many in-jokes and references and little things that you get if you've paid attention to all the Marvel movies, like, religiously and rewatch them. And for people, for people who have seen John Cena on their TVs for 10-plus years, that match encapsulates everything about the character that is John Cena and breaks it down to a structural level and just destroys it. Like, I love the fact that Cena actually disappears at the end of the match. Like, it's not like he's just lying in the ring. Like, we literally can't see him. Like, that's how much The Fiend broke down John Cena, the character, like it hasn't been touched. It hasn't been touched, like storytelling wise, like because you can have all the callbacks and stuff you want, but like it's just it's everything, and it sucks that what's happened to the Fiend since then. But like that almost should have been the end of the Fiend too. Mm-hmm. It almost should have been the end of the Fiend. Like he, like he exercised his demons. And could have become Bray Wyatt reborn again. Like that that match just had everything to it. It had I, I still think about it like 
on a semi-regular basis just because like how did the company that produced this also produce some of the stuff we see weekly on raw yeah <laughs> like it, it's it's wild to me and it shows that when pushed to a point where you have to have wrestlemania last minute in empty arena you can come up with some creative stuff well that's a nice segue for my uh next pick then um, so if we're talking cinematic matches, I'll have to go with the cinematic match from that WrestleMania that happened the night before and take the undertaker and AJ styles in that, um, what was it? A, a buried alive Boneyard. match? Boneyard, Boneyard match. match. Yeah. So, um, I think it was, and I'm sure I don't see the chat. So I'm, I'm assuming people are talking about this and, and this may be low hanging fruit, but in terms of cinematic matches, it was probably one of the best, um, of, of the of the year um there might have been another one in the other company that uh i don't want to mention because i don't want to take it away from anybody else's vote but that <laughs> that was a good one yeah. um but it, the the it's the undertaker's last match and yeah. it's the, you can't mm-hmm. say that that's not one of the most important matches in the history of the company because of it was the undertaker's last match and very similar like it kind of i mean it was kind of a small retrospective for that right yeah um, when they did it so it was it was it was well done and uh, it was a good send off. Yeah, I mean, it, and, like, and 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 it, it made be... the Undertaker look like a badass. Yeah, man. yeah. Mm-hmm. he got to it go really out. Really did. And and you know he his other couple matches that he was you know um, disappointed with um, this one was a fitting. He talked at length in that documentary about how he wanted to go mm-hmm. out on a, on a high note, if, and and, have, and he did. Have you seen the interview with Austin about it? No. Um. High, highly recommend. Apparently, that match was almost harder to shoot than normal matches that he's had mm-hmm. because it was a long shooting day and a long shooting uh, night, and there's no like adrenaline or anything. Yeah. And plus, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure um, someone in his family—I forget who it was—passed away like the day or two. I think it was before. his brother. Oh, his brother. His, yeah. bro- his yeah. brother. That's right. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Well, that just adds to how great that ended up coming off. And, mm-hmm. and I think because I enjoyed that so much the night before, my expectations might have been too high for Bray Wyatt and Cena the next night. So yes. I apologize for, uh, for uh, pooping on your suggestion oh, no, a little bit. It's, it's that, personal best, not and, its personal favorite. Yeah, no, best, yeah, no, I know. So. I know the, yeah. The, the, the Cena Wyatt thing is so like, I don't want to say it's love it or hate it because I didn't hate it, but there's, but, you know, I, I I won't argue with the group of fans who took a higher level of enjoyment out of it than I did. Yeah. Um. It's just it's just you know different viewing opinions. Sort of give was, us it was too much of a second match, room, and then we're gonna dive into me. the chat room here. <laughs> All right. So my second match is from uh, uh about the same week on Dark. We had uh, Dante Martin versus Danny Limelight. Mm. And uh, so I really and when I just like this was the Danny Limelight like kind of coming out party it felt like right like he had some some really good matches and you know a high profile one with uh, Moxley on one of the early elevations and uh, and Dante Martin like the first time I saw Dante was with his brother there's supposed to be a tag match and I was confused because the picture had them with lucha masks on and they came out and tore the lucha masks on I'm like what's going on uh but they they broke it down into like a four-way match because there was some somebody you know somebody couldn't make the the match or something and then they they broke it down into the four-way and it just like 
sold me right out the gate uh, at a warrior show and then see them doing that and of course dante of course uh breaking out you know and singles um with his with his brother being injured for for the last several months um so you know both of these from back in april i believe uh so definitely definitely worthwhile Mm -hmm. good stuff um all right dipping into the chat room uh tina you uh win the prize not like any of us we're not going to ignore this one uh but tina uh, mentions uh, Britt Baker versus Thunder yeah. Rosa. That, that was on my list, but Tina already said it. So I mean, a, a a a a a symbolic turning point in women's wrestling in AEW. Uh, a rare match where both women get more over afterwards than they did beforehand. Did not know Britt Baker was capable of that. Suspected Thunder Rosa was capable of that, but still an incredible incredible case of just the uh the end result so vastly exceeding expectations that uh uh you could hardly believe what you're watching toward yeah. the end of that there, match there's also there's also a funny post-mortem to that match too i think it was like a week or so after that match adam cole got booked in a street fight <laughs> and brit quoted the tweet and said don't worry babe i'm a pro at these now <laughs> mm-hmm. she's a hardcore legend now she mm-hmm. is, she is. I, I can tell you in the several uh, years you of know, her also mentioned... oh, good i was gonna say in the several years of, of her in the pittsburgh area i've never seen her on a match near what she's been pulling in those kinds of matches there are a lot of stuff she's done in the last year so that's she really uh i think she really grew into and, and obviously found herself as a character and everything and they, like up and down it's great Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah. For for people in Western Pennsylvania who have watched a large majority of Britt Baker's rise in independent professional wrestling, I don't think there are many of us who watched her during those early days who thought this was coming. But you know what? That just makes it that much more amazing that she pulled that off. So uh, way to go, uh, Tina's next match. She throws out is uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Ladder Match. I think she's referring to the one from WrestleMania last year. Yeah, it was, was triple, it, with it was a triple threat. tag teams. Yeah, it was the triple threat. And this is the one where Kofi, we were all like in shock because Kofi was like doing crazy stuff for mm-hmm. literally nobody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're all doing crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> they're all doing crazy shit in that because that was the match that like just got like Miz was sick, so he wasn't in. So it was it was Morrison, Kofi, and and oh, and Uso. I, I one say, of the Usos. I, I want to say, say Jay. Jay. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Jay, but I'll, I'll double check right now. But yeah, I remember that match just like, like where the hell did this come from? No, no one had any clue that was going to be as wild as it was with like um, with literally no one else in the building. Like it was nuts. Uh, it was Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso. Alex Miller. Money in the bank from Titan Towers. Yep. Yes. Mike, do you want to do, do you want to leave the discussion on this one? Fuck yeah, I do. I actually. All right. So, uh, my buddy Danny came over a week or so ago. Hadn't watched any wrestling on all the pandemic era. So I told him about this match. He's like, "Can we watch it?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." Popped in. He fucking loved it. <laughs> he fucking loved it. It's such a weird concept of a match. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, but like. The, the jokes that they try to make work don't work for the most part. What does work is the little character moments. 
Dana Brooke thinking she wins the money in the bank is the most heart-wrenching thing because you know she's not winning the money in the bank and she clearly doesn't even recognize what the normal briefcase looks like. Mm-hmm. But then her running into the food fight with the poster still around her neck redeems everything. <laughs> so I, this 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 just reminded me of a, an old match, not a not a match. There's a there's when they did the slammies one time. Mm-hmm. Hacksaw Jim Duggan and oh, yeah. and uh, oh, why can't I remember his name? The King uh, Harley Race. Yep, fought through the backstage. Apparently, throughout the Slammies, I didn't watch this as the Slammies. I want to say this is the '86 or '88. I, I, I saw it as part of like I think the Hacksaw Jim Duggan VHS tape. Uh, yep. So like so, and that's how I digested it. But again, that fighting throughout the backstage of whatever they're doing while the, while the event is going on. Like that's the, like, that's this kind of thing that WWE has actually done for like years. And they got to bring that back. And I love it on a big scale on the biggest scale they possibly could. So 87 slammy, Awards. 87 slammy Awards. That seems right. Yeah. yeah it seems 86 seems a little early for hacksaw. I, so. I, I looked it up. It's 87. So I feel like hacksaw debuted shortly after WrestleMania three, maybe, but anyways, go ahead, back to it. Mm-hmm. Where are we at? Um, all right. Uh, Alex Miller's second pick is the first stadium stampede. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And Al- Alex, I'm glad you brought this up because I, the, the story, pers- the personal story for me behind this one, and Sorg is part of this too, uh, is that we were like so deep into just like the, the lockdown and just it was, it was a sad time. All right. Years from now, you will watch this podcast, Children of Earth. And I want to tell you, it was a sad time. All right. It was so sad. We weren't able to even go near each other uh but on this occasion um when aew was running this pay-per-view i think it was double or nothing from last year um we decided to get a little ambitious and a little dangerous sorg uh and we chalked out uh individual boxes in my back driveway (laughs) uh six feet apart from each other and we invited a handful of people over and we all sat in our little areas there away from one another. Thank you for that picture. That was the setup in my backyard. Nice. Please note the arrows <laughs> like your grocery stores so we wouldn't mm-hmm. cross paths. It worked great. Nobody got sick. And we watched Double or Nothing. And it was a fine show. And then Stadium Stampede happened. And God, was this the match I needed <laughs> in that moment in time. And also the goofiest, zaniest, stupidest Matt, thing. Matt Hardy yes. changed characters three times in that match. I know, and 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 Ortiz got his head rung by a giant bell. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the didn't, bit didn't the following... Jericho uh, hit the Jewish effect on the Jacksonville mascot? The, the bit the following day with the t-shirts. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was just yeah. The, the, the whole I did bit like with the they, t-shirts. I did like the they the followed it up the this following year? dynamite. Mm-hmm. They, I like that they followed it up this year by having shirts again, but this time they won. So everyone got them free under their chairs. Yeah, and they they sold those shirts. I have one of those shirts. The original. I have an in, I have an inner circle 2020 Stadium Stampede Championship shirt that should have been sent to a third world country to clothe <laughs> children, but instead I have one because they sold them for five bucks. It was the dumbest thing ever by this lovely T-shirt company. Uh, but yeah, yes. that was, that was yes. a fantastic bit. Um, I also want to notice. I also got here uh, because whenever you wash your hands, remember they they have you sing like Happy Birthday and stuff. Uh, but there was a there. Here's the one for Judas uh, to sing that along while you wash your hands. So uh, you know, just appreciated <laughs> yes. the on theme that you guys yep. did for that party. 
Now, was that before, like, Jennifer the world printed knew that up and had that... what pod, pods were? Did you invent the pods? I think we were, in, we were discovering pods at this yeah, point. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, That's pretty like, awesome. Because it was several yeah. months in, and we are just like, we think we can be together, but we're not sure yet, before we had, like, another spike. Yeah, so. that was, yeah, yeah. That was a whole, like, spraying groceries down and yeah, all that. Like, yeah. it was so oh, insane. Oh, man, yeah. And, yeah, like, I don't, um, yeah. It was it was such a such a yeah, weird time, I, and, and around that because uh, 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 Tina's talking about Sammy running, uh, Sammy getting hit by a golf cart. I'll watch over and over again. <laughs> like I'm just just saying. So. All right, <laughs> zigzag, zigzag. Yes, yes, no straight lines. So, all right, serpentine, serpentine. Uh, the third pick from Alex is uh, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens from last year's WrestleMania, in which oh. Kevin Owens. Did not care if he was in a warehouse. He didn't care where he was. He was jumping off that damn sign. He was mm-hmm. jumping off the sign. <laughs> and he and did. you know what? He's probably going to be the only person in history to jump off the WrestleMania sign. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd hazard to guess. Well, that hopefully. He's going to be hopefully. the only person in history to ever do that. Yeah, it's too dangerous I think might otherwise. Be right. Yeah. Well, I think he had eyes on that pirate ship right. initially. <laughs> so. Didn't we all? Yeah. Didn't we yeah, all? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, with I think I think there was something planned, but the rain might have ruined it. All right, let's get back to our own picks. Uh, Mad Mike, what's your third uh, match? Oh, a lot of mine have been said, but I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna say the women's war game match mm. with Team Shotzi versus Team Candice. Um, any match where Io Shirai pulls a trash can over her head. And leaps off the top of a cage. <laughs> if we don't mention it, we're bad podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's one of the craziest things I've ever seen in a cage match. <laughs> and that's you're 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 putting a lot of trust in everyone else in that ring. <laughs> because if that goes badly, that goes very badly. Yeah. Yeah. And and plus it also led to the rise of Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. And you know now we, now we see where she is now and yeah that and, and they also shot the uh, it was that was the debut of the new tank that actually shot projectiles mm-hmm. and she shot the projectile at the cage and scared Dakota Kai and it was very good awesome uh oh good did Matt freeze uh, Yenza you got your third. Well, um, I Yenza, do you have your third? I, yes, um, I, I. This is twice now that I've gone after Matt, and he has taken the Bailey Sasha match that I was going to say, and the women's NXT War Games match <laughs> that I was going to say. Yeah, I so, love it. So uh, I, I uh, want to make sure to um, give the women their due because they performed very well uh, as 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 well this year. Um, the Stadium Stampede was taken. The uh, uh, so I'll have to go just on the on the list. Oh, uh, Sasha and um, um, uh, um, EST um, Bianca Bianca Belair. I don't know if that counts. That doesn't count. That was in because front of a that live was in crowd. front of a live crowd. Um, but it's still within this calendar year. Yeah. That's why I wasn't going to mention counts. it. Um, but that, of course, that whole first night of WrestleMania was amazing because it was in front of a nice crowd. Yeah. Uh, but I'll go. I'll go. The other cinematic match that was fun to see was uh, Sting. Uh, Sting's match in the AEW. Uh oh. Which the, the Sting and Darby versus yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the cinematic the cinematic uh, one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's good. Tina, yeah, Tina, nice. Tina echoes that as well in the chat. Cool. So yes, uh, yeah, that was fun. I, 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 I still the choice of the commentary over w- was weird to me, um, but other than that, like, I thought it was it came off very well. Yeah, so. it was it was fun to see, and 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 you know, especially after his injury and expecting his career to be done. In in honorable mention to the tag match they did have in front of live fans, where Sting was doing some crazy <laughs> stuff somebody his age should never be doing. Yeah. Like he was doing stuff I don't think he did in his yeah. prime. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing like like somersaults off. I was just like, what is happening? Um, Sorghum. Yes. Sorg, how about your third match here? My third match is. Uh, hold on, I have it right here. Uh, Ice Williams versus Danny Limelight for the FSW No Limits title in Las Vegas. It was on pay per view. I happened to be there for that one. Okay. Impressive. All right. Excellent. Um. I'm going to do my third match, and then I'm going to do an honorable mention, and then you guys can free-for-all on this. Uh, I, just, I want to give ROH a little bit of love, so yes. I am going to throw out uh, Jonathan Gresham. Oh! Oh! John, oh, Jonathan no. Gresham. Oh, no. Man, Jonathan Gresham freezes okay, the sorry. internet. Jonathan Gresham versus Dak Draper mm. from the 19th anniversary show. Yeah. This was kind of the uh, the match that uh, sold me for good on the pure rules. Oh, jeez. And uh, in pure case you rules. need to be sold on Gresham, jeez. this pretty much did that, too. Jeez, so. pure rules just is my ring of honor just is knocking it out of the park uh, for, for pure rules. And I, I, I don't know pure, how accessible rules, it was, but. Pure rules in the right hands is yes. uh, is brilliant. Yes. So yes. you got the right yes. minds in there. You're God, in great even shape. even on the um, pay per view this past weekend, where he gets the pin on Gresham, but his leg was underneath, and it was his last rope break. So if he had a rope break before that, it would have counted as a pin. Like that kind of stuff they're doing with that is just just wild, and 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 it's yeah. It's, they wrestling they booking always is find a twist. Yes. So yeah. It's 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 great. It's All right, great. I'm sorry I keep breaking up. Oh yeah, yeah, we're definitely getting a little bit of delay with you. Um, so uh, tell your kids to stop uh, playing PlayStation up there. They're all asleep. I don't know what the hell's going on. Up tell there. Jen to um, stop watching Kenny uh, Omega matches. Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> all right, I, I wanted to get this honorable mention in because I didn't even think about it until just actually during our conversation. Uh, but I want to mention a match from the Brody Lee Tribute Show. Hmm. Uh, Hangman and Silver and Reynolds versus MJF and Santana and Ortiz. Um, beyond cathartic, emotional, yes. feel-good yeah, yeah, okay. wrestling match. Negative one brains MJF with a kendo stick. <laughs> it's all good. It's just it's, it's yeah, all okay. good. Yeah. And I love I, I You know, happy endings in wrestling. You know, got to love it. So that that's definitely one that sticks out. Also, I think Tina mentioned earlier before the uh, the dog collar match mm-hmm. between Brody and Cody, which was brutal. Um, <laughs> I got yeah. two honorable mentions. One, the parking lot brawl between uh, Santino, Santana Ortiz and, um, oh, and Best, Best Friends, Friends was fantastic. And okay. as far as an indie match to check out, like one of the favorite things that I filmed during this time uh, close set was seeing Zeke Mercer and Stevie LaBelle do a uh, kind of a, mo- a mostly shoot match because both of them have um, martial arts and wrestling backgrounds. 
Uh, so they just kind of went, they went at it for, for, for a bit. And uh, it's part of the two PW training sessions from last summer that we did um, was, was pretty fantastic. So um, just off the top of my head, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex Miller mentioned, um, I can't get enough of this match. <laughs> Jay versus Mark Briscoe fight on the farm. Fight I loved farm. it too, Alex. I won't lie. <laughs> Um, wow. Close, close, t- close contest between who's the better special uh, guest referee, Papa Briscoe or Samoa Joe, right now. Mm. Mm. Figure uh, that out. Dina also mentioned Jordan Grace versus Jazz from Impact, mm-hmm. and uh, Tony Deppin versus Trish Adora, sixty-minute Iron Man. If you want to go the indie route, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, I've I've heard a lot of good things about that one. Hopefully, uh, people get to check that one out. Uh, I think we're anybody Yinza. Anything I'm, else? No, nah, I'm tapping out. I'm good. All right, we're those tapping are out. All, all right, those so that's are all, all the good wrestling things, that yeah. happened during the pandemic era. Um, right. Please remember these matches because by the end of the year, these will all be forgotten. Yes, they will. <laughs> <laughs> and not be on anyone match of the year list. Yes. Because once we have fans back to get to inject real energy into some of these matches that we're going to see, when, I once predict- we have fans back, someone's match of the year is going to be a 24/7 title match. I can see gonna, seriously. There's going to be my friends. The best is yet to come this year when it comes to wrestling matches. Once they Ooh. get these fans warmed up, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be nothing great. but good things coming. So. The, the second the second we hear a boring chant, we'll know nature is finally healed. Yes. <laughs> um, and hopefully the what chant will officially oh, be dead. You see, so you just willed it back into existence. Mm. I think I, I really think I, I I think the unknown quantity is going to be WWE fans coming up here. I, I don't know. Oh, I just feel I like I forgot. I have one more on my honorable mention. Okay, real quick. Walter versus Champa. Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Guys, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? And uh, rapid fire, please, because we're running out of recording on this recorder right now. So. <laughs> I'll start. Um, I had a match uh, this past Saturday at uh, MJ Steel City Saloon where we set up the ring on a volleyball court, and I learned that sand and wrestling is a great exfoliant. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 I believe that's what, the, that's what we call the, the opposite Anakin opinion on sand. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't... Man, Mike, what's yours? Uh, I learned that the only person to ever interact with the Thunderdome was Ricochet, and he needs credit for that. Mm-hmm. High fiving, high fiving a fan in the Thunderdome that doesn't realize they're being high fived <laughs> is peak twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't know how we reached peak twenty twenty in twenty twenty one, but we did it. Mm-hmm. We did it, guys. We did it. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. Sorgi, I learned how much I love the pure wrestling rules that <laughs> we just talked about with Gresham in uh, in that match. It was it was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I learned. Good show, by the way. But if you get a chance, watch that pay per view. We uh, we we had to get a new password because of stuff going on, but for the internal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, th- things went uh, sideways. That's a shame. That's a, yeah. So that's a shame. Um, Sorg, I learned that the. Uh, the legacy of Rick Rude is alive and well. Oh, jeez, uh, yes. That was shout good. out to Kelsey Heather. Two shows, one night. She wrestled a match on Elevation, and she was one of last year's, 
Lashley's oh. ladies on mm-hmm. Raw. And so, uh, good job. And we and we didn't mention uh, passing of Mr. Wonderful. Mm. Uh, uh, passing of Mr. Wonderful and passing yeah. of friend of the show uh, Trevor uh, Os. Uh, 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 we had him on talking about uh, uh, wrestling for breakfast, I believe it was, and uh, he was big, he was a big part of uh, working with the the BDW crew down in West Virginia, Rise Wrestling, uh, and things like that. Um, so I know a lot of our friends have been uh, mourning his passing uh today so i want to give uh some good um some good vibes out to you guys um um you know uh dealing with that too so i know he was he was a uh a friendly face we saw at a lot of the wrestling shows over the years and i know he was a you know big supporter of what we're doing here on wrestling mayhem show so i want to give uh some some vibes out to that he was uh you know one of the guys i like seeing at the shows uh for sure and and, and glad that he was on the show and we had we had some uh fun with him here uh so just want to put that out there um and on that note let's bring it back up for a second alex miller learned that nick gage versus zach Ryder uh feud is getting even hotter so keep an eye out for that um i also learned i i'm bored with ec3 talked about that a little bit um i don't know where i was talking with somebody about last night maybe how dare you each dude it's not i saw him in person and and seeing his stuff at Ring of Honor, and it's not clicking for me. Sorg, that's probably you know, Ring of Honor's fault. I know. No, no, in person, it didn't. He was in a three-way match with Alex Hammerstone and, um, oh, I think it was one of the Simone guys. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it just didn't work for me. It's just not hitting for me at all. And I'm a big fan of EC3 uh, and many of his iterations. So um, that's where I'm at with that. Man, that that, that brought it back down again. But, <laughs> damn. Bring it back up. Yenzo, where can people check you out? Brawl under the-, the bridge this Saturday this night. Saturday, Pittsburgh. Homestead of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It'll be the KSWA Tag Team Champions, the Renegades, Yenzo and Big Country versus go. the good guys. And it'll be a good time. The good guys or good guys. Guys. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it like this. You're doing yeah. a, the quote air I'll quotes. Do, I'll do the air quotes. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, uh, wait, wait, what else? Mad Mike four eighty three on the Twitter. Yeah, I talk about things and stuff and yes, and things. And of course, yeah. mainstream Matt of JustProWrestlingNews.com. Five minutes or less every morning, we'll catch you up on what's happening in the world of pro wrestling, so you don't have to watch the shows. I will be ringside camera hanging out uh, for Pro Wrestling Conquest in Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, it's going to be a lot. A lot of friends of the show are going to be a part of that. It's going to be. A, it's always. A, it's a. It, yeah, that's a wrestle party down there. They do it crazy down there in West Virginia. So please, if you are in the area, want to make the trek down a couple hours, it will be worth your time. I will also be in Chicago. Uh, well, Chicago Heights technically with Warrior Wrestling, but you probably won't see me except my head's going to be down in the computer uh, 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 switching the show. Uh, but that will also be uh, – you don't have to be in Chicago. If you're you're not anywhere near Pittsburgh to get to the ball under the bridge, you can get the fight – uh, get the pay-per-view for Warrior Wrestling on fight. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Like I said, Lady Frost will be a part of that uh, against uh, Kylie Ray. And uh, and uh, just lots more. <laughs> Davy Richards is going to be on that show. Um, I think Brian Cage is on that one too. Maybe I know the Varsity Blondes will be on against Victor Brenderman and I think they Brian Holiday from MLW. Uh, uh, Matt, am I getting that right? Um, 
but uh, go check it out. Always a good time. Uh, I didn't get to uh, be there for the Ju- the June show, unfortunately, because of some conflicts. Uh, but uh, looking forward to do this one and see it in August as well. Uh, so definitely worthwhile. Um, and I think that's all the plugs I need to put out there. Again, please go check out everything, including our Sam Beal interview we had over at Indie Mayhem Show, over at IndieWrestling.us, or the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Super feed. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Yinzer, for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time to attack. Don't give up what you want. Take it back. Wait for the perfect time to attack. The show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.